0: ladies and gentlemen punters of all ages welcome back to the mock racing club podcast we are back once again for day two of the championships my name is mitchell cashmore and as always i'm joined by nick highland how are you mate yes
1: very good very happy after last weekend from both of us but um yeah crack into it this week again but yeah it was very good from us i had four myself when the. I think it was ten races in, yep. in Randwick, so I was pretty happy with how I went. But um yeah, so I'm pretty keen to get into it this week as well. Yeah, it was good. Found
0: Cascadian at huge odds. Uh that was impressive. You seem to be uh getting good at uh tipping the value in the group ones, Nick.
1: Yeah, it's getting alright. That was Crone first and then now we've got Cascade Cascadian and we also had Quick Thinker. Um, last week, who was going to be my tip this week, but he got scratched. So, for the Sydney Cup, but that's okay. So, um, we'll crack into it soon. But just before we do that, another retiree we got this week, mate. Yeah. Seems,
0: seems to be every week. Uh, and Bivouac, another talented horse by the owners, uh, Godolphin. You know, normally it's a big group of owners that decides it, but just Godolphin this time went, no, nah, not good enough anymore. Let's go make some babies from him. So, uh, interesting, but. I don't know. I'm, I'm really not liking this new trend because not only is it, you know, annoying for uh, racing fans who just love their favourite horses keep getting retired. You know, Russian Camelot and Arcadia Queen, I'm not counting them because they were genuinely retired for retirement reasons. The rest of them being retired just because, you know, no longer considered good enough to be racing around is a bit harsh. But uh, not only does it annoy punters, but it also I think it'll get the... uh. The horse racing protesters up in arms even more because they always, you know, one of their main arguments is the treatment of horses and how, when they're no longer deemed fit to race, they are sent out of the pastures and even some instances put down. So I don't know. I just think that this late late trend will uh, certainly be getting the protesters up in arms, and we could see a, uh, I think, where one or two horses being mistreated or dying on track away from a uh, a big, big shake-up from the protesters. I reckon if, another, if uh, I'll tip real early. If another horse dies in this year's Melbourne Cup, there could be an absolute storm coming down in the Australian race system. But uh, that's just my thoughts. We'll move on. A- any thoughts on
1: that, Nick? Yeah, not really much to say about it, to be honest. I don't know. We don't really have too many comments on it. Yeah, a, just something to think about.
0: But, uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully more on the side of, uh, the punting side of things. I really hope that, uh, the horses stick around and not many more are sent out to the pasture because a lot of my favorites have been retired and I want to see them run out their careers. So we'll move on. We'll get straight into the tips, the track report. Like I like to do it, uh, big one, big day. It's going to be very elegant versus a dib. We're going to get to that later, but, uh, Track-wise, it's going to be nice and sunny, except for potentially a couple of late showers in the uh, afternoon towards the later um, races. The clouds could come over, but other than that, should be a good four track. But if the rain does come down, it won't get anywhere more than a soft five or soft six. And uh, the rail is going to be out three metres for the entire circuit. So uh, leaders from the inside barriers could have a little bit of bias, but not too much. All right, we'll jump straight into the first race of the day, 1,600 metres. And it'll be a small field to start the day, but it won't be overly fast either. However, Converge and Maurice's Madad should be the ones to battle for front position. Favourite and Converge is there for a reason in my mind. Second to the dominating safe a couple of weeks ago, which is a tick and also has form of 3.3.1 1.3 lengths off Shakiro in the Pago Pago. So I can see why he's specced at $2.60 with Timmy Clark on board. Uh, Allegro seems to be liked by bookies and punters alike, but I'm not a big fan. Two from three jumps, he's jumped very slow out of the barrier, and even though uh, he's young and, of course, still learning, that's warning signs for me. Maurice's my dad is the um is the widest barrier. So in order to win, he'll have to get across quickly. But with Rachel King on board, it shouldn't be a problem. She steered him to his first ever win last start. So you can see how King could give him his best chance come race time. But I think I'll just have to be with Converge for the win here. So Converge will be my
1: tip. Nick? Uh, I'm going with arnaqui here with um Tommy Marquin on board. I think he's a very underrated jockey, first of all. And second of all, Arnaquia was backed in from what I'm reading, $19 into $11 last start and won. So it, it would be a good, good chance here again at $14 and $5 for replacing. I think it's a pretty good tip here. So I'm going value for the first race. So, yep. Get into race two here, the South Pacific Stakes, the 1,400 metres. Fast pace, Ellsberg should lead with Yardstick close behind. Holyfield, Sweet Reply should hold behind the pace. Military Parade and Private Eye as the back markers, and the rest make the midfield. Quick and simple, Ellsberg is my bet here. A great horse coming back from a 16-week spell who hasn't missed a placing in any of these starts. Genuine horse here. Timmy Clark has been big last couple of weeks as well, so I think it's a good pick at $3.10. Cashy? Uh, yep, said it
0: perfectly. I said back in the spring and summer, tips Ellsberg plenty of times. And saluted for us many times, so I see no reason to jump off. Three dollar twenty favorite, great price for it. So Ellsberg is going to be my main tip. However, I will mention that you should not count out the number eleven Rainbow Connection. Had a fl- has had a flying start to its career, and it's also related to Golden Sixty, so it could be worth a cheeky each way player. Believe it's at seven dollars fifty to win and two dollars fifty to place. So maybe have a small each way bet on that. But for that, I reckon Ellsberg is a great bet to have in the race too. All right, we move on to race three, 1,400 metres. Big, big field for the Provincial Championships final, and it'll be a fast one, I reckon, with Loch Lomond and Prince Aurelius will be the ones to go forward. Pandano looks real good here, coming off two straight wins and maps exceptionally. However, I don't want to go for another favourite, so I'll be looking for some value in this one, and it's around, so I definitely think we can pick one here. Animate isn't a terrible chance, and neither is Daleb or Electric Girl, but that horse that I mentioned that's going to go forward in Prince Aurelius going for five straight wins here. And while you can argue that those wins were against nobodies, they were all on provincial tracks and all against provincial-level horses, which is exactly what you think you would need in the provincial championship final. So I believe $13 is overs here, and with the place price at $4, I think an each-way bet on Prince Aurelius would not go and miss, so that will be
1: my tip for the race. Nick, what are you thinking? Uh, I'm going to go with Animate here. Brenton Av- Avdula on board. Barrier 7, I think it'll be pretty easy run for Animate and should just get the run of the race at $8 and $2.70. It's at each, each way odds. Um, Yeah, that's it's pretty simple for me. Finished second a couple of weeks back out at Warwick Farm. And, yeah, just it's a, I feel like it's a genuine chance here. So that'll be my tip for race 3. In the race, race 4, we've got the Perky Sykes Stakes, 1,200-meter group 2, fast-paced race here. A very fine red should lead, followed closely by Crystal Bound and Joyous Legend, Trafasia and Jamia down the back and the rest in the middies. Uh, Jamia is my pick for this one. Won a recent trial at Kemble Range. That makes me feel pretty good about it. Pretty good odds for this horse. Tommy Berry on board and knows how to ride the horse pretty well. Pretty good tip, and I think it's pretty overs at $14 and $3.40, so straight to the point for me today, and that'll be my tip for race four.
0: Lovely. I'll be the straight, oh, straight to the point as well here. Uh Tei. Don't want to go on another favourite, but I think Nazemate should smash them here. If you've seen her last two runs, you'll know why. $2.50 is enough for me. I might even chuck her in a multi. Fair enough. All right, we move on to race five, 2,400 metres. Jeez. The Aussie Oaks is probably the toughest race to figure in the whole meet here, I reckon. Harmony Rose goes forward with Armelina nipping at her heels. Armalina won... Then New Zealand Oaks and hence could be great here. Montefilia similarly has just been going great in all the big races lately, including Spring Champions, Kennedy Oaks, and the Aussie Derby. So a Derby. So this one should be a super showing from her. Uh, however, Hungry Heart is another start that we've been behind lately and has been strong for us. So I'm really torn on who to go for, but. I think I'm going to have to stick with Hungry Heart here. $5 to win. Same price that she salute, he saluted for us last time. Sorry, again, sorry, I've done it again. Hopefully, she salutes for us once more. Hungry Heart at $5 to win. Great price. that will be my tip.
1: Nick? I've gone rough in this race. I liked Hungry Heart and I liked Harmony, Harmony Rose, but I'm going to go with someone that has been just behind them in the last couple of runs. Impecunious, Uh, Ollie on board here, and I think at $16 to win and $4.40 to place it's just insane price for a horse that has just just hasn't been too far out of it and should should get a pretty good run from Barrier Nine. So I think it'll be a pretty good tip here. Um, It it looks like it should be peaking for this race. I hope. So yeah, $16 for a horse of Impecunious. I'll be looking my lips for it, and that'll be my tip for the Australian Oaks. We get into race 6 here, the Arrowfield 3-year-old sprint, 1200 meter Group 2. Fast-paced race, the face, wisdom of water and wild ruler should push forward. Dame Gazelle, Isotope and Prague behind that. Aim down the back and the rest in the midfield. Good field here, September Run is a horse that has huge potential for a 3-year-old and is definitely in the mix for a win here. However, a horse I have fallen in love with is Isotope. Great win last start in Rose Hill a couple of weeks back, and just a genuine horse that has the closing speed of a Group 1 winner that should be for next years to come. Ryan Maloney on, who always rides him well. A good tip, and at $3.60, I think it's a pretty good multi-filler, so that'll be one of my best of the days with Isotope.
0: Yeah, don't blame me there. Isotope, it was real hard to go past it here, but I've gone with a similar strategy as you, just horses that I've fallen in love with over the last few runs. Um, Personally, I don't think you're going to see a faster race than this, and you're going to need to find horses that are going to be able to match this pace, Isotope being one of them. Wild Ruler, in my opinion, is another horse that's going to be able to match these paces. Big fan of Wild Ruler. Backed it a couple of times on the potty, backing it once more here. Love the track and love the conditions, so I see no reason why he shouldn't be backed each way at $7 to win and $2.35 to place. However, I will also have a small each way play on the face. Outstanding Sydney sprinter that I backed a few months ago on the potty and saluted for us before. Going to the next race, back to him again became second to a very competitive Peltzer. So that's great form there. $18 to win and $4 to place is definitely overs in my opinion. But that's just a small bet because most of my money's going towards Wild Ruler. So Wild Ruler and uh the face will be my two tips. But like I said, if you're if you're a staking man, more units on Wild Ruler than on the face in this one, in my opinion. All right. We move to race seven. The New South Wales version of the Melbourne Cup. It's the Sydney Cup. Always a good race in this year. It shouldn't disappoint. Uh, I, I'm going to lead towards Southern France here in this one. I'll be straight to the point. Won't even try and map it because big field. Going to be real difficult. People could settle anywhere. So I'll get straight in my tip. Southern France looks to be ticking along just nicely. Very encouraging in the Tancred behind a dominant Sir Dragon A. So that's good. If Sir Dragon A is able to return the form and uh, Southern France was able to get so close to it. Good form there. 2,400 metre and above record is very good and has had two weeks or less between the runs and has a won on a couple of occasions here in Australia. So I can see him running a really strong race. So $7.50 to win and $2.60 to place. Good each-way play here. Really confident that this horse can get it done at the each-way odds. That's it. Southern France, not much more to say. Nick, are you liking this or are you going with another option?
1: I'm going with another option with good idea. Uh twenty dollars and five dollars fifty for a horse that is just shown its capability at this distance, winning the Adelaide Cup a couple of weeks ago by three and a half lengths. I just think you can't turn you can't turn her di- um turn her down um Benny Thompson on board rode her well in the Adelaide cup as well uh oh, just everything seems to be going the right way for me so Good idea, twenty dollar horse here and i'm pr- I'm pretty confident on this to be honest um quick thinker was going to be my tip, like I said earlier, but obviously the scratching happened, so good idea, the only worry is barrier one, but um I'm still backing her here, yeah, to be fair, I'll just jump in here before we move
0: on. That's just made me think there i um I was looking at it and when I saw Adelaide cup win, good form, but I forgot to actually think about punters if you remember back for the Adelaide Cup. It was able to beat horses like Mosh Music and more importantly, Charlie Rose. Two outstanding horses that have been there, done that in um, good quality races, especially Charlie Rose, who was everyone backing in. I think it was almost an even money for that race because thought everyone thought it was going to dominate it, but instead, it was your horse that dominated. So I would definitely punters be taking a nice look had uh, a good idea for Nick's tip. Come race time, if if the price even gets a little larger, I'd definitely be jumping on. I think he's found a good one here.
1: Thanks, Matt. Let's <laughs> skip race eight for Queen Elizabeth for the tip off, so we get on to race nine. Cash you. want to Yes, that? uh
0: The Queen of the Turf. There's not much to say about this race because I think we're going to both be on the same horse here. Do you want to say it on the count of three? Stop me if you're not well, on the same
1: horse. Uh, uh, I'm I'm not sure because you I'm I'm. It'll change depending race day. Like you said, there really? could be a bit of rain coming in. And if there is rain coming in, you always back Colette in the wet. So that'll be the only thing that changes my mind. But if it stays on the good track, we're on the same horse with Probabil, obviously. Yes, but if deal. it gets wet, that my tip is Colette. That is, we'll, Interesting. We'll smash, this, we'll smash this race out because there's a... That's the only two horses I think have a chance, and I think that's a you can respect my opinion for that um, with Colette because Colette is just a horse that is just a different type of horse on the wet track. So
0: yeah, you make great points there. Like I didn't really consider that. I'm just stuck with the uh, the probability fever. But uh, yeah, if the rain does come in, might affect her a little bit, but I don't think it'll get too heavy. So I don't think that'll take Probabil out of the race. Soft and uh, good is her go. No other horse that likes to run from three wide no cover more. So if she gets out um out wide towards the end of the race, and if it's a good or soft track, which it should be unless a massive storm hits, I really think she'll just attack the line like an absolute dog. So uh, Colette and Probabil might be a cheeky little quinella there, punters. Take note of that. But uh, yeah, Nick, take us away with the last race of the day.
1: We have got race 10, the Sapphire Stakes, the 1,200-meter group 2. Fast-paced race here. Adalong, Emanate, and Fasica should lead. Air-to-air, Tricky Gal and Fiesta down the back, and the rest are in the mids. Big field here, and it's pretty hard to map, as why I've left the midfield in, just so you guys can work it out yourself, because it's, it's pretty hard. Uh, I've had a good look at the favorite here, and I don't even know how to say it. I'm sorry, punters, and Trivier. I'm pretty sure um but I, I i just can't back it at $4.50 for a horse that hasn't raced in australia and it's coming over from new zealand i just i just don't see it how it can be listed as the favorite uh barrier 16 as well for the horse it looks like it's going to have to go forward pretty quickly uh it just it, it looks too much for me so i'm uh, with the big field i'm going to go for some value as it's been working for me well emanate for me um, I'm forgiving its last run, loves the distance, just doesn't mind the good track. Um, seems to be a pretty good bet, overpriced at $15 and $4.60. I reckon the flux will come in for that horse as well um, because I don't see the favourite staying with it. Like I said, you, I just don't understand how the bookies have given that the favourite one. It just hasn't... just. Coming over to Australia is a different ball game from New Zealand, so I just don't, I just don't know how it can be the favourite. So it'll probably come in from fifteen dollars and four dollars sixty. And for a horse that's only been out of the placing twice in its twelve race career, I think just definitely deserves to have an each way bet. And I just don't see it out of the placings, and hopefully can get down for the win. So that'll be my tip for the race.
0: Yep, I agree, mate. I was leaning towards Emanate until I uh, decided to go loyalty wise. $9 to win, $3 to place. Great price to be getting for the Roller trained Fiesta. Packed uh, it a few times on the potty and has won for us before. Also won for me before the potty even started when I was uh, sending chips out to the boys. Um, it's just a real good horse that if it shows up on its day, can get it done. So... um I think, you know, uh, the price has drifted out this much purely because seventh placing in uh, the Galaxy was pretty average behind the eventual winner, Eduardo. It was just a little wet for her in my mind. But uh, getting back to her preferred distance in her preferred conditions is a big plus. And of course, Hugh, Hugh Bowman goes on board, which is her favorite jockey. So I think Fiesta is a huge chance to finish the day with a win. And I'll back her in as such. So, uh, nine dollars to win, three dollars place each way on Fiesta to end the day for me. Very nice, very nice. All right, that was the uh championships day two rundown. Be sure punters to be looking at the Instagram at the mock racing club to be uh seeing our quaddy tips, multis, anything that'll go up uh around the grounds as well. That'll go up as well, but um. We'll head into the great tip-off brought to you, as always, by the good people at InsideFeed.com.au. Make sure to check out our weekly articles where we go through our best bets for the day. At InsideFeed.com.au, you'll see the TMRC Saturday Shakedown articles. Now, the first race is going to be uh, the produce Stakes out in Ascot. Nick, who have you got and why?
1: Oh, it's, again, like I say every week, no, nothing. And as it's been shown, because I don't think I've had a placing in in any of them as well. Um, I just to, before we get into it, you, even though it's it's a rough game to tip off. I I backed the the big race of the weekend last week, Cascadian, <laughs> and I still get picked by you. Like you you've picked yeah. two second places. That's it's a tough tough gig. I tough I, gig I, I,
0: I, I win four to three, even though you know. If we were going uh, off money one, you'd be winning. But um you know, I'm uh, more the consistency wins at the end yeah. of the day. <laughs> no,
1: it's a it's a rough sport. But um sorry, back to the Ascot race with the size. I'm gonna be on featherweight here with Chrissy Parnum on board. Um probably the best jockey down over in Western Australia when Pikey's gone down to Melbourne, so um at ten dollars and dollars for a place it's a pretty good bet and one last start so that'll be my tip in the first tip off race
0: yeah fair enough I'm going to be on number 5 far too strong with Joseph as a party on board reason being not much reasoning before, like I was going to back in before I even looked into the form purely because I remember back in the day I think it was our third ever podcast maybe fourth, fifth, very, very early days of the podcast, my brother William Cashmore was on the, uh, the potty and when he joined in the tip-off with us, he went off the name Joseph has a party purely because of the name. He because He said, he likes to party. He'd be good for a beer down at the track and lo and behold, it won on the day and we were like, mate, that's terrible. It was a real rough punt as well. I think the odds were like 20 plus dollars, but it saluted uh, just purely because of the luck. So I think I'm going to rub off with the William Cashmore luck. But then when I looked more into the form, got a narrow win last start at $9.50 and came home very quick. So hopefully if the same sort of run happens, this nice little two-year-old gelding will get the win at $11 to win and $3.50 to place. No other reasoning except for that, but uh, I think the form holds up once I looked into it. So it'll be a featherweight, for Nico and far too strong for me.
1: Very nice. All right. Get into the second one, the yes. showdown down in Corfield Showdown. Want me to take I love it away? Love that name
0: for a race. Yeah, I love that name for a race. Who have you got, more, Nick?
1: Um, I've got for one one of my best tips of the day as well. It's going to be Arcaded. Oh. Jamie Carr three, uh, on board, just great horse. Um, only thing I've got against it. Is it? it's run a trial in Ramwick a couple three weeks ago or two weeks ago? Yep, actually, no, last week. Sorry, last week, and um, it's come third to Giannis.
0: Giannis, great signs Giannis. for Giannis. Bailey Jones would have been cheering that. That his horse beat Arcaded it was a trial, but still,
1: that's all right by 2.6 lengths. But um, yeah, Arcaded seems to be a good horse. Just wanted to mention Giannis because uh, it's one of our. One of our favourite horses going around, so I just had to give Giannis the, the Giannis. he deserves. Yeah, 100%. But who have Last you got, guy. mate? Um,
0: on a horse that, uh, again, going to go with the, uh, the loyalty, as I like to do a lot in Melbourne. Um, finance Tycoon. Back when we used to do the uh, Vic rundowns, and they may return someday if uh, once we get the uh, the form back up. Of course, we took them out once the the form went down, and we decided to fully focus on New South Wales to be able to give the best tips. But uh, back in the day when we did them, I was a big fan of Finance Tycoon. Notice the name won a couple times for us since then hasn't had a win since we've backed it. But um, I mean, comes from Written Tycoon, so that's a great you know. Great uh, form there. Great horse, so great pedigree. Um, I think did its best in the diamond behind Artorias and ingratiating. Started at $41. We all counted it out. Came fourth, though. So that's great form there as well. So I think if it's able to repeat that effort in a, in a race like that, it was only under three lengths off the finish in Group 1 sprint. No reason why it can't do it here again. So four dollar sixty to win, one dollar seventy five to place on Finance Tycoon. Hopefully Lukey e. Nolan's able to steer it to a lovely win. So yeah, finance tycoon for me.
1: Very nice. Right. We're going to last with the big Queen race Elizabeth again.
0: Queen Elizabeth. It is the this is more of a showdown, I reckon. I reckon all eyes are going to be on this race. What is it, the third time that they've gone head to head? And I think they're at one a ap- piece
1: apiece. Is it? Or is elegant leading uh, two nil? I think a d they've gone three times now, I think it oh, three won times two, and elegan's won one. Okay. could be wrong there could be okay. wrong,
0: but yeah, they're head to head, it's great. this is like you know it's it's become the all star matchup. This is the Connor McGregor versus Floyd Mayweather of horse racing. Our good friends that are the horse racing hubs has even made a hat to commemorate it. Go check it out, it's a great looking hat very similar to the ones we gave away on our giveaway with the silks on the side, but instead of just the one horse, it is a full on ad versus very elegant head to head queen Elizabeth 2021. They're going to be, you know, limited edition, one of a kind. So you're going to want to get your hands on them. So go to their website, check that out. But um, Nick, are we going along the same lines here? Are we thinking it's a two horse
1: race here? Like everyone else says? Oh, it's a two-horse race. That's for sure. It's just whether you pick a deep or you pick very elegant. But um, yeah, I've ba- I backed a deep in the past, thinking it would get it done. But um, I think I got to go back to old reliable here with very elegant. I think it's grand final. Just it looks too strong.
0: Oh, he's come home. Peaking, peaking. He's come home. Nick is finally back on the very elegant board. Um, yeah, it was his grand final. They always said it. Not ah, uh, what'd I say? His, it's her. I love her. I can't believe I've done that, but, um, yeah, she is my favorite horse in racing today. The, the camp from, from the outset said, we're putting her back in the autumn carnival. We want that queen Elizabeth, but, um, yeah, $2.40. I, I'd even be having money on her at one at Wing odds at $1.50. I just love very elegant that much. And it's, Crazy to see how they keep stacking it up against these two, yet it still ends up being a two-horse so race. Every time Every time they go against each other, they put more all-star horses in there to try and make it a more open race. But it still ends up being just those two. This time, they've got Sir Dragon A, Mugger 2, Think It Over, Dalasan, and Mawanga in
1: there. My God. Mawanga, if... a very talented horse, not even considered.
0: Hey, right? Not like, even... you'd think... You'd think that'd be a lineup for an all-star mile sort of thing, but Malanga is incredible and has shown us how incredible it can be. But it's at $18 here. No one's backing it. Think it over. Won at huge odds a few um, weeks ago. It got the respect of everybody, but they go, nah, it's going up against a even very elegant. Back out to the big price. Mugger two at $8 after it lined up at $4 last week in the Doncaster. Sir Dragon A is normal. This is one of the rare occasions that it's not a favorite. It's Man. It's crazy.
1: I think Moongo would be a pretty good bet for a placing here, to be honest.
0: Oh, that's for sure. For six fifty for, sure. for
1: a horse of the talent of Moongo, I think you can't count, can't count him out. Honestly, honestly. So I, yeah, I do might...
0: reckon that um the you'd you'd think it's going to be a very elegant and a pulling away sort of deal, but I'm not going to back that sort of thing because normally it's a hits the front hard. Very elegant runs from the back and pips it. I reckon that that's going to be very similar, but instead of it just being the yellow and red crossing the line at the same time, I'm predicting that it is going to be a huge pack finish, but very elegant is going to prove so good that it's going to have its head in front at the end. I reckon the flash home is going to be exciting as all hell. You'll be seeing yellow, you'll be seeing red, you'll be seeing the the navy in yellow spots, you'll be seeing the bright blue. I reckon picking the trifecta or the first four is going to be a nightmare because of the pack, but I reckon Very Elegant's going to have her head in front, like she always does.
1: I agree. I agree. Um, So it comes down to, in the tip-off, it's only two races in the end, because that pretty much cancels each other out, because we get picked the same one. So... Yeah, I guess that's that's the end of the tip off. That's the great tip off for another week. As
0: we said, always brought to you by insidefeet.com.au. Make sure to check them out. So that's the podcast for this week, Nick. Before we sign off, give us your best. You mentioned earlier who, the, a few that were going to go in the running for your best, but who is your
1: best? My best bet of the day, in terms of I'd see it winning and I see no one else winning, is Isotope. Yep. But my my best bet in terms of price has to be a good idea. I just think that's a very good horse that I've been, I've, I've, gone around and told a couple of mates to back. So um, hopefully I can commend them well, and I'm going to have a, a bit of money on it each way as well because I think it's a pretty good horse that'll find its way into the placings hopefully. So, yeah, it's my tip.
0: Fair enough. Well, my best... <laughs> Normally, it's one or the other, because, but they're racing on the same day. It's normally very elegant at Probabil, but I reckon my best is going to have to be very elegant. Just to nudge out Probabil, you'd think that Probabil would more have the chance because of, you know, it's stacked up against Very Elegant again, but I'm just so confident in her to get it done. I might cry if Very Elegant somehow, like, shits itself and comes last, like... Very elegant. I think you can back her with confidence all the way. Just always rises to the occasion. They always stack the pressure against her and she gets it done. But I will mention, best bet for who's going to win, very elegant. Best bet inspired by you for um, taking good odds. I'd be putting $5 on this multi-punters. Ooh. Taking Nick's best bet, combining it with my two best bets, $2.40 times $250 times $360 with elegant Probabil isotope. That gives you $21.60. Oh,
1: that's awesome. And
0: that'll be, I reckon, depending on the accounts and how much they love you, you'd be able to power play that to I reckon almost at $25, depending on your account. That's excellent. Excellent money to be having for three really talented horses. I'm I'm, you know, we don't normally back the multi on the potties, we normally put them up on the Instagram. But I'm just saying, just quietly, five dollars is all you need pretty, to be I'm making pretty confident quite a bit of money. Well, to be you, you know, you could be doing big stakes, big stakes on these sort of things, and you could walk home with uh, a wad of cash. But if you want just a nice little five-dollar bet that could make you win a bit of money on the weekend, I reckon the odds for Elegant into probabil into Isotope is an almighty all-up to be having for Championships Day Two.
1: Even if you put just the placings, I think that's even oh, yeah. safer.
0: Let's and let's uh let's check that huge. right now. We'll do do it live. What's the placing for all three horses to place? Two dollars eighty three, and the only horse that you're risking there is very elegant because it's a no third div. But you'd be thinking it'd be coming top two since it's a D versus very elegant anyway. So two dollars eighty three for all three horses to place is still that's good odds. That's as good odds as you get for those sort of three horses. Of course, you need a bigger stake to make money, but it's great odds. Sports Bet's taking care of you. I'll just check what it is on our nice friends play up because I'm sure they'll be having great odds for you because they always like to take care of you. Of course, like always, they'll be in the description below our uh, affiliates link. Sign up with them and they'll take care of you because they know the TMRC sent you. Not only will I be having this multi with them, they also have a a nice little uh, offer. $4 for the Quinella being a D, very elegant. So most other bookies, you'll be getting maybe $2 for that. But I reckon $4 for that Quinella, Nick. Don't you reckon that's good value?
1: Pretty good value. So, yeah, I think we're we're mumbling on a bit here, so we should wrap it up.
0: Let's just check. I'll just check. The multi is paying $23. So you'll get even more on play up if you bet with them as well. But uh, yes, like you said, we're mumbling on a bit. Those are our best for the day. We'll sign off for now. Nick, anything else to say?
1: Nah, it should be a good weekend though. I'm pretty keen. Pretty, I'm backing myself in here. Pretty confident after last week, so hopefully I can keep going well. But um, pick some value this week. If a couple get up, then that'll be a lot of money. So yeah, I'm pretty happy with it. Lovely
0: stuff. Oh, well, punters, whoever you're betting with, whether it's sports bet, play up, lads, neds, points, whoever it is, Make sure you're gambling responsibly. That's the most important thing. doesn't matter who you bet with as long as you bet enough that you can afford to lose. Don't go overboard. Make sure to bet within your limits, and we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. See you next week, guys. TMRC signing off for now.